0: It's more important than ever as a financial institution, as a traditional institution or a non-traditional institution, to, to have purpose around how you treat your customers. Because we all know it takes a certain amount of energy to get a client. It takes even less energy to keep a client, but you gotta be purposeful about how you spend that energy.
1: listening to Banking on Digital Growth with James Robert Lay, a podcast that empowers financial brand marketing, sales, and leadership teams to maximize their digital growth potential by generating 10 times more loans and deposits. Today's episode is part of the Exponential Insight series, where James Robert interviews the industry's top marketing, sales, and fintech leaders, sharing practical wisdom to exponentially elevate you and your team. Let's get into the show.
2: Greetings and hello, I am James Robert Lay and welcome to the 68th episode of the Banking on Digital Growth podcast. Today's episode is part of the Exponential Insight series and I'm excited to welcome Jeffrey Ward to the show. And Jeffrey is an enterprise executive at Turnkey Lender and a host of Turnkey Lender's LinkedIn Live video series titled 15 Minutes where he has these great 15 minute conversations with so many different interesting and insightful people. He's interviewed dozens and dozens of financial brand marketing sales and leadership team members, fintech leadership team members over the past few months. And looking forward to learning a little bit from those conversations today. Welcome to the show, Jeffrey.
0: Thank you very much, James Robert Lay. It's an honor and a privilege to be here.
2: To start off, you know, I want to focus on what inspired you to launch this Video interview series because I'm grateful that you did I really have learned so much from the good questions that you've been asking others
0: Well, I greatly appreciate that. You know, what was inspirational in doing so was that about a year ago at this time We were having a QBR meeting with our marketing team quarterly business review and I wanted to present myself as a thought leader in the fintech space and I did so because we throw around these words digital transformation and they are momentous right what does that mean how does that impact an organization and i wanted to present myself from a thought leadership perspective being able to better define what digital transformation could mean for my prospects for my clients for turnkey lender
2: I want to actually go down that path for a moment this is more of just a personal aside for you and really mm-hmm. how does this play into turnkey lender strategy because one of the predictions that i made this year my, my top 12 insights or top 12 opportunities for growth is the idea of empowering the the team member empowering the employee because i'm predicting going forward the employee brand has the potential to be even far greater than that of, say, the corporate brand. And that can make a lot of people feel uncomfortable. I had a really good conversation about this with Carrie Ann uh, benton Stimson, who's the Chief Marketing Officer at the JMMB Group down in Jamaica. She's working with her team as the CMO to empower their sales team to to really build these personal brands. She, they even had a, a, a day to where they were highlighting the side hustles, the side businesses of some of their team members with the Communities that they're serving. So, how is this idea of personal brand your your perspective, thought leadership playing into? You know, how how are you reconciling this? Because it can make some people feel uncomfortable.
0: Yeah, that's a great question. You know, what I've enjoyed about developing my personal brand is it's just given me the ability to to broaden my network you know, across the country, right? I think it's given me the ability to, to broaden my network. I think it's given me the, the ability to, to broaden my understanding of the importance of FinTech. It's given me the ability to expand my understanding of how technology is transforming banking and transforming lending. And it's kind of fun to be the face of Turnkey Lender on LinkedIn Live and on linkedin
2: yeah and so if if i'm in your position but i work at a financial brand mm-hmm. and you know i see some of those opportunities but something's holding me back maybe i'm a little scared to put myself out there and there's so many others who are doing great work like this like um you know i i think of alec uh, hansen over at loan depot and and, and and so many other good people how can I overcome some of those fears that are probably just, you know, it's the false evidence appearing real that I'm holding myself back? What what advice could you give to me to, to put oh, myself out there?
0: You know, that's funny. Um, that's a great question. I had the experience to interview Jill Castilla, who is CEO of Edmonds Bank in, or Citizens Bank in Edmond, yes. Oklahoma. And it brought me back to like the first time I played football starting on the varsity football team, right? I had huge butterflies. I knew exactly what I was going to talk to her about. I'd already sent her the questions, but you know, I was like, would I have this deer in the uh, headlights moment? And I was able to power through it. So my advice would be is yes, it's going to be kind of scary. scary. Yes, you're going to be nervous, but it's an experience you gotta have because it's, it's an adrenaline rush more than anything.
2: Yeah, and, and and I'm thinking of two conversations that I've had. Episode number 46 with James Carberry, who I mentioned to you before we we, we, we hit record. He wrote the book Content-Based Networking, which I'm seeing such a tremendous opportunity as a financial brand lender or, or even someone who might be a branch manager, because this idea of connecting with people in the digital world to build relationships in the digital world, I think you said it best before we, we hit record, was you could literally go across the country now and not have to worry about where you're going to stay because of the good connections and relationships that you're building just from these conversations that you're having. On the on the flip side of the spectrum, had a conversation with Jay Palter, episode number 5051, where he was discussing the, more of the practicality of this. You know, I could take, you know, three, four, five hours and go play a round of golf with three other people, or I could take, to your point, those 15 minutes and make an impact of hundreds, if not thousands of of other people through this lens of, of digital context, so kudos to you for leading in this direction.
0: I appreciate that. You know, the other thing that that has come out of this, and and you know, really what I want my clients to get and my connections to get is that it it's for me it's about the ability to serve, right? And. You know, I think every single person that's been on my show has been passionate. I think that they all have purpose, they all have passion, they all have intention. And I'm hopeful that the audience, the participants, may have a question, may have a thought, may have a need that that somehow I'm able to serve that in in the opportunity to present these people to our audience. And so I think it's really, really important for me. You know, I love sales. I love closing business. I, I love the the excitement, the thrill of the kill, but it's really about the opportunity to serve more than anything.
2: That right there, you know, it just if if people followed you, and just they watched, they listened they could learn so much just on this journey that you're you've taken yourself but it does come back to this it's a bigger purpose and we'll come back to this idea of purpose here in a moment but it is about servant leadership it's about putting other people before yourself and and thinking about all that you've learned through these 15 minute conversations that you've had you shared five points five patterns of, of from these discussions and these points and patterns I believe can inspire the dear listener to continue to move forward and make progress along their own digital growth journey. And and I want to frame these these points, these lessons, these insights into what we'll just call for today's conversation the five P's. Um,
0: <laughs> fantastic.
2: And, and and the first observation that you shared with me, and, and you mentioned this before, it's passion. And that passion will run from the CEO all the way down to the solution engineer. Yep. Why is passion important? for this idea of digital growth, digital transformation, and how does passion really drive the customer experience and future success?
0: Great question. You know, I think passion's what gets us out of bed in the morning. Passion's what makes me stand up and potentially compare myself to somebody else and how I'm going to do it better, right? I've been in college and I've been in seminars and I've been experiences where I've sat at the seat table with individuals and and you could think about how do i separate myself from the ceo how do i separate myself from the cfo how do i separate myself from another sales executive and the only way i can do that is through my passion and that passion can touch everything that i can do it can touch my skill set it can touch my education it can touch my communication it can touch my approach and so i think passion is a is a very important key to success any type of role that you do.
2: And hearing you talk through that, this idea of of passion and how to deliver passion through the context of digital, there's no better way to do that than through the work that you're doing with these 15 minute conversations, because you're getting to see not only your passion, but the passion of the person that you're having this conversation with come out. You can see it. It can be the podcast, you can hear it. And, and it's, it's hard to convey that passion a lot of times through writing alone, but writing can then inform those conversations. So I, I'm in 100% agreement about this, this idea of passion, which is really closely connected with the second P that you shared with me, which is purpose. Mm-hmm. So, what role does purpose play? in regards to digital growth? And why do you believe that purpose is is now more important than ever before to have meaningful connections within the banking vertical?
0: Another great question. So purpose, you know, you've gotta have intention, you gotta have purpose. You gotta have a reason to be at the table. You gotta have a value proposition. And I think understanding my network and and understanding the, the value that they bring to the world, to digital transformation, is their purpose. What I get the opportunity to do is peel back the, the the layers of the onion and show that purpose, right? And I think it's more important than ever as a financial institution, as a traditional institution or a non-traditional institution, to have purpose around how you treat your customers. Because we all know it takes a certain amount of energy to get a client. It takes even less energy to keep a client, but you gotta be purposeful about how you spend that energy.
2: You know, you talk about purpose and you talk about spending energy. I can't help but think about, you know, the writings of Napoleon Hill. You know, think and grow rich. And and purpose is always at the center of of his writing and his thinking. Purpose is at the center of our digital growth blueprint. And purpose really does help to create that intent and and elevate the, the thinking within a financial brand, whether it's on the marketing, sales, leadership side, to elevate the thinking beyond the promotion of commoditized products, dollars, and cents, to really putting the focus, coming back to what you were sharing before, framing that around people, their pain points, their problems, and then offering prescriptions and solutions to those problems. Which brings us to the third point of performance. And performance, one of the the things that we're hearing over and over and over again, and we're living it, it's change. And it's so easy when we think about change to get wrapped up in all of the small things. What is the best way to bring performance and the idea of performance up to a higher level to focus on the goal, the cause, the purpose, and really staying focused on expectations?
0: Great question. You know, I think myself personally, that performance is, is extremely important. And I think that performance is something that I have to get out of bed with an intention to, to provide peak performance each day, right? I think performance is easier when I know my goal, when I know where I need to focus, and I know, I know my expectations. I think purpose and performance is easier with leadership. Right. If you have great leadership within the organization, they're telling you, these are my expectations. These are how we're going to perform and this is what we're gonna do. And you know clearly what would get you outside the guardrail, right? So I think performance is key in you know, if, if I was a lender, how many loans I'm gonna do? Performance is critical in, in, in my enterprise role in the number that I have to hit on an annual basis. Performance is critical in how I approach my clients in their evaluation. I have to be professional. I have to be prepared. I have to know and perform in a manner that adds value to the organization because we all have more competition than we've ever had before.
1: and deposits now back to the show
2: and when you're talking about performance i can't help but think about clarity and clarity into what what are the expectations specifically and and, and i think here about digital transformation and the introduction of new technology new systems new processes and how many times they just get thrown into the lap for example of, of lenders and there's no clear expectation of number one what are we trying to achieve with this new technology? But but really the bigger one is what's the purpose? What's the bigger goal that this, the problem that this new technology is gonna solve not only internally, but externally. And when there's a lack of clarity, that leads to confusion, that leads to conflict, that leads to chaos. And that's a big reason why I think, you know, upwards of 80% of digital transformation projects fail It's not because the technology, technology could care less. (laughs) The technology is just a tool. Digital transformation fails because we have failed to address the needs of the people or set the proper expectations. And therefore the people lack the clarity that they need to perform. Any thoughts from you on, on just, you know, seeing, talking through hearing of digital transformation failures and what can be done to overcome some of those failures?
0: Yes, 100%. So, you know, I think in my role at Turnkey Lender, outside of being able to do these 15-minute podcasts is taking a client and and these can be enterprise clients through an evaluation. And really on the successful projects that I've seen from the top of the house down, from the CEO down, there has been a strategic decision made to execute a strategy that will deploy A digital transformation. And in that perspective, when I have those type of clients present themselves to me, the sales process is very, very easy, right? There's a qualification step, there's a discovery step, there's a summary of finding step, there's a demonstration step. And then, you know, by that by that time frame, they should have made the emotional decision to buy. As a seller, right? The technology, to your point, it doesn't care. But as a seller, What I think is very, very important is that when you can challenge your client to the reason, why are you buying this? What are you going to get out of this? Who is going to be impacted? How are they going to be impacted? And what will you ultimately measure ROI against? I think when you can ask those type of questions very quickly, you understand an organization that knows exactly where it wants to go. If you ask those questions and you get kind of a deer in the headlights reaction, they're not ready yet. And i love commission checks. They're big and I can spend them on my family and I've got a long list of things that I can spend them on. But a lot of times if they can't answer those questions and you get into implementation, they get lost. Yes. The project manager is really good about defining expectations, getting that sort of stuff, lining it up. defining the the functionary requirements document you name it and then once the development starts the client sees it and they think well oh I should have this or oh I should have that and the wheels come off the project so really knowing why you're doing what you're doing and and how you're doing is critical for project success
2: so this comes back to a model that I've been doing some recent teaching around if we're wanting to maximize digital growth or achieve digital transformation, it requires us to act. And that is where we have awareness plus courage will ultimately lead to transformation. If you're lacking the awareness, but have the courage, you won't move forward. If you have the courage, but lack the awareness, you'll probably move forward, but most likely in the wrong direction. And could it potentially end up back where where you start to begin with in the first place. So there's a very specific, almost a step-by-step process needed of, we'll just call it clarity first, courage second, commitment third, so forth and so on. And when you think about this, this idea and, and the conversations that you're having and really seeing and experiencing and guiding others through, you've seen through, you know a lot of different organizations over the years, how can financial brand leaders overcome their past where I feel many are, are, are stuck to deal with the changes that are happening in the present moment and really eliminate the fears that might be holding them back from the future that they have yet to create?
0: You know, I would answer you got to fail fast. Mm. I would say you've got to fail as fast as possible. And what I mean by that, right, is that growth is not an easy process, right? You stub your toe, you have growing pains. My kids come to me on a regular basis and say, oh, my hip hurts. Oh, my knee hurts. If I gave aspirin out for every single time they came to me, I would be broke. But you know, what is important in that perspective is if I'm going to change my organization, I need to make a decision. I need to be confident in my decision and I need to say this is how we're going to, this is kind of how we're going to perform against that decision. And if, you know, gosh forbid we make a mistake, if we break something, let's look at how it broke, let's look at why it broke and let's use that, let's learn from that to continue forward, right? We're not going to make, you can't make a cake. You can't make an omelet without breaking an egg, right? You got to go out there. You've got to experience and you got to do it boldly.
2: Yeah. And I was just having this conversation in episode 67 with Chris Skinner. And and we were talking about where some of the most massive changes that we have experienced either a personally or B professionally, they've always have come in the uncomfortable moments, the painful moments of of growth, for that matter, and I love the analogy of your kids. You know, you know, if, if you gave them an aspirin every time they they were hurting, you'd be broken. For me, it's it's band aids. My kids are always coming to me and <laughs> saying, "Dad, can I have a band aid?" I'm like, "It's not even bleeding." But it, yeah. it. But but you're right. Growth comes through pain. Change is painful, and that's where you know I, I want to focus on the, the fourth P here, which you shared. Is patience, and and patience for me has been a big personal lesson coming out of COVID. Um, and really, patience is critical critical for growth. It's it's never fun. It's it's never easy. It it does require change. Change is painful, but it also requires humility. How can we all gain a bit more patience in a world that seems to demand anything but patience, for that matter?
0: Wow. You know, I don't know if I have enough time to answer that question right now. I'll be patient. (laughs) I appreciate that. You know, um, hard for me to answer that question. What I would say is I got to speak from the heart. Please. Um, You know, patience for me is, you know, I have my intentions. I have my goals. I have my desires each and every day that I get out of bed and I have to be patient sometimes because I've got a demonstration coming tomorrow. It's the biggest deal I've done this year and I've got to execute at this level. And I'm not taken into the fact that my brother who is a solution engineer has just had a kid, has a brand new baby boy that's not even six months old and probably last night is cleaning up baby poop until three o'clock in the morning. And I'm sorry if that's not supposed to be on your show. But I think patience Patience, that's real life right
2: there with four kids. I've, I've cleaned up plenty, plenty of baby poop at three and four in the morning.
0: Yeah. I mean, patience is, is, you know, taking a moment to, to appreciate, you know, our fellow brothers and sisters, we're all trying to do this. We're all going in the same direction and we may not all kind of share or have the same tolerance for the direction that we're going. But if you can have a little bit of patience, it just seems to make things a lot easier for us all.
2: I think that's a great, a great, just we'll call it a definition of of, of patience from your perspective. And if I was to synthesize that a little bit, and, and I could apply that to what I call the four digital growth operating environments. Mm-hmm. You you can be learning, you can be thinking, you can be doing, or you can be reviewing. And growth requires all four. Yeah. But it is so easy to get stuck doing digital, whatever that might be from a marketing side, a sales side, a leadership side. And if I was to distill this down, patience, to your point, is taking a moment to stop, to break free from the doing, to pause, to reflect, to review where we've been, what's worked well, what can be made even better, and to really be grateful for the progress that we've made on our own personal journeys of growth, on our organizational journeys of growth, which that brings us to the fifth P, and we'll round this out. This mm-hmm. is persistence. And I like what you noted here, you know, coming from the great Pixar film Finding Nemo with Dory. Persistence, yep. as Dory, you know, shared over and over and over again to Nemo's father, just keep swimming. Just yep. keep swimming. You know, in, we'll call it in the sea, of of covid post covid chaos that we're all still swimming through what is the best way for marketing sales and leadership teams to do just that to just keep swimming to be persistent to run the good race because digital growth is a journey digital growth is a marathon and it is something that does require persistence how can we apply that thinking
0: you know i think i think persistence is Continuous message, continuous content, continuous outreach, and continuous support of your clients, right? They may not all need me today. They may not all need me tomorrow, but sooner or later, they're going to need me. And if I am not persistent, I may miss an opportunity, right? And that can be from the largest financial institutions in the world all the way down to the smallest startups you got to be persistent right you got to get up every day you got to put your messaging out there you got to put your content out there you got to put your passion out there and sooner or later they're going to be ready for you, you just got to be got to be patient and persistent for that moment
2: so I, I can't help but think here. You know, a lot of financial brands they'll throw up excuses to digital growth or transformation, whether it be regulatory, uh, asset size. We don't have the capital. But I'm I, I, hearing you talk through this. I guarantee every single person has the cash that they need to maximize their their own personal growth potential. Number one, their their team's potential. Number two and they in their organizations digital growth potential number three and cash is this it is knowledge it is attitude it is systems and to this yep. point right here persistence it is habits and what are habits habits come from your thoughts which inform your actions and your repeatable actions then become the the habits and the habits create the predictable future so if we're wanting to transform our organizations, we might have to come back and have some conversations about the habits that we have today. Are yep. they the right habits that, that we need to get us to where we're going tomorrow? And speaking about tomorrow, what is one thing? If you could just make one recommendation to marketing, sales, leadership teams, one commitment that, that you could recommend, one habit, if you will, that they could commit to, to, to move forward with courage and confidence on their digital growth journey, what would that that habit or that commitment be?
0: Oh, that would commitment would be make as much noise as you possibly can with wrench content each and every day possible.
2: Content that helps, content that guides, content that inspires. Jeffrey, this has been such a great conversation and I'm grateful for the knowledge and the insight that you've shared just through the conversations that you've had through the discussions on your own LinkedIn Live. If anyone's listening, they have questions, they'd like to connect with you, continue the conversation, what is the best way for them to reach out and say hello to you?
0: You can reach me on LinkedIn. Uh, You can reach me, I think my cell number is on my LinkedIn profile as well. If not, it's 512 586 6564 feel free to text me i'm happy to be a resource anytime
2: jeffrey thank you so much for for the knowledge thank you for the insights and thank you for joining me on another episode of banking on digital growth
0: thank you james it's an honor and a privilege to be here my brother
2: as always and until next time be well do good and wash your hands